What's going on, guys? My name is Jake. I'm Asus. And this is your Body Comp Prescription, where we help you navigate through all things health and fitness. Hope you're all having a great day. And if you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram at BodyCompRx. But uh, Jesus, why don't you uh, tell them what we're talking about today? Hey guys, yes, welcome. Um, today's video is going to be about goals, right? Everyone always has their own personal goals, whether that's, you know, outside the fitness world or within fitness. Um, but yeah, today we thought it would be best to share um, everything we have to say about goals, maybe how to achieve them, our personal experiences with our personal goals. I think that'd be pretty sweet for you guys to hear. Yeah, and I think also what, and the way that we're going to do this is we're going to kind of go over our own personal fitness journeys. So you know, we've, we've heard some feedback from a couple of you guys saying that, you know, you like hearing our experiences, like, um, you know, you, you like hearing what we've done, how we did it. Um, you know, obviously a lot of you know that we're, um, graduates, you know, we've, we graduated from a university with degrees in exercise science. So, you know, I think that kind of puts a label on us a little bit and we want to kind of clarify some things, you know, we're not, just because we have further education doesn't mean we know everything, you know? So mm -hmm. we want to, or we didn't at least know everything that we've known now, you know, we, it, it's always been a process for us and it's going to continue to be, you know, a learning process for us. So we, we figured that maybe sharing our fitness journeys would be um, something that you guys would be interested in. And hopefully, hopefully this helps and gives you a little bit more background on what we've done, how we did it, all that good stuff. But um, Jesus, why don't you uh, why don't you take it away? Why don't you start from the beginning and kind of tell them how your your whole fitness journey started? Yeah, yeah. Um, before I, I start with my fitness journey, I like to you know acknowledge what you said. I think the beauty of all this is that through these years, you still continue to learn, and that's kind of something that I think you guys should take away from all this because um, even to this day, we're always constantly learning. I think that's what kind of what we strive for here on this uh, podcast, mm -hmm. right? Um, but yes, yeah, so I guess starting from where it all started, I guess it all started for me in uh, high school. Um, if you guys don't remember in previous episodes, we briefly have discussed, um, I ran track and field cross country, and I also played basketball um, in high school. So where my training really happened, it was consistently a lot of running. Um, we did we did a few mornings where we did a weight room, but weight room was usually um, body weight exercises. I mean, when you're a cross country and track and field athlete, especially if you're like a long distance runner, like I was, um, building strength or, you know, bodybuilding wasn't necessarily the goal. It was more of functional movement. Um, but that was kind of like the extent to what I had about fitness, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the only, like, I didn't really requ require myself to do more training outside of school because I was constantly running it was pretty much almost every day. I think the times I didn't run were pretty much sad, uh, Sundays. I would run sometimes Saturdays. So it was pretty much six days a week. I was constantly running. So you can only imagine the mileage I had, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of like moving on to college, right? So college, I didn't go on, I didn't go on to uh, run at a university level or, you know, play basketball for that sake. Um, so it was kind of like my first experience being on my own and being responsible for myself to you know, continue my training or what kind of training I wanted to do, what my goals were, everything kind of changed. Um, I think so. If you don't remember, I went to a Mount St. Mary's University. It was a totally different university. I was going there for nursing at the time. I thought that's what I wanted to do. Um, 
And I didn't really have a background in fitness other than the exercises I would used to do, right? And I think in basketball, uh, Jake and I played together and the most we would do was, I remember doing like squats, uh, bench press. Um, yeah, and uh, I'll jump in here too, because um, Jesus mentioned we're all, we were on the basketball team together and we did do more weight training than his other sports that he played, cross country and um, track. Um, but even then, you know, basketball is a very cardio heavy sport. So, you know, we didn't really like, like the, the weight training that we were doing was not from like, you know, a certified strength and conditioning coach, you know, it was our, it was our basketball coaches saying, Oh, you know, let's do some shoulders because we need heavier, we need stronger shoulders to take contact or, you know, we need to work lower body. So, you know, we can have more explosiveness when we jump or something like that. And all of it was, essentially like bro science you know like we were just doing exercises to do exercises in theory to get stronger but um as far as basketball goes you know we were we were in the weight room but without like a purpose really in my opinion yeah and I think that's most people right if whether you're in sport or whether you were just in high school working out you kind of just did the very basic um exercises and not necessarily they're not bad but you know there's really no like science or you just kind of do all the basic movements that you've been told or you've seen to, you know, quote unquote, get stronger. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah. So, you know, so going into college, I had no background in fitness. Really. I, I, all I knew is I could run pretty quick, pretty fast. And uh, you know, and my legs were pretty strong that, that you know, and then um, it wasn't until I had a friend out there where we would, we would start training. He kind of introduced, you know, having like a, a weekly split um, but I wasn't consistent with it. And I think that was because the lack of education on, you know, the importance of working out the, uh, the lack of nutrition, mm-hmm. um, as far as knowing, being informed of, you know, when you're, when you're fresh, a freshman in college, you know, your metabolism, at least mine was like all time high. Right. I thought, you know, in high school, I, I could put down a whole box of pizza, no effect. Cause mm-hmm. I, the next, the, the next day I would be running about like five miles yeah right um but in college that's not the case right so um if those you know those you listening may have known known me from high school and you know post high school and you you know you you know that i put on a a few pounds right um i got old i you know i was like 130 130 135 max at high school school. yeah Yeah. and then you know in college i gained about at least 50 pounds maybe more Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, that came from, you know, not understanding that, you know, I'm no longer, you know, running or working out as much. Um, so, so yeah, that's kind of what happened there. And, and then, you know, I eventually transferred over to Cal Lutheran. That's kind of like where Jake and I kind of rekindled our friendship and we were working out more. I, uh, I got into exercise science and, you know, well, previously I would like to say I did go to community college year and I took an exercise science course and I think I, I I like to point it to that because I think that's what kind of got me into training I you mm-hmm. know I had this one professor where we had class and then this other like our lab was literally in the weight room and we had oh, to take what we yeah. learned take what we learned and apply it into our own workout regimen and that was pretty cool because it was literally just me and I got to make my own plan and I realized then I was like wow I was like I was like I need to, you know, I, was, I think that that lab or, you know, workout sessions were like twice a week. Um, but that, in, that was like, the, that was the only thing I would do. 
but I then started understanding the importance of working out and understanding your nutrition and understanding all these many factors that go into fitness. Right. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I, maybe I went to Cal Lutheran where I really, uh, you learn so much, you know, from all our classes, all our functional anatomy, exercise physiology, um, that go, that go into depth about all the importance of these many aspects. Right. Yeah. Did, did like, that switch from like nursing to like exercise science, like did, is that the main thing that changed your focus? Like, did that like change your goals at all? Cause you know, I know you just mentioned like you put on some weight after high school, but mm -hmm. because you didn't have the education did now having better access to that specific education as it relates to exercise, make you want to change things. Did it just like get you excited? Um, like what yeah, did that I do for you? Yeah, I think it did a little bit of both or all, all the above because um, I was learning, you know, and when I went to Mount St. Mary's, I learned uh, pre-nursing courses. I learned anatomy. I learned physiology, mm -hmm. right? But when I was doing exercise science-based courses, it was more on how it actually affects like sports, athletes and sports. And I think that's what, stuff. yeah, it was like all application. I was like, wow, I was like, this is really cool. Cause you know, if you know me, I'm a huge, you know, sports fan you know I love pretty much all sports mm -hmm. um so I was able to apply it real quick and realize like wow I thought it was so fascinating how these big athletes how they train and the purpose of training and how specific they get with their training I think mm -hmm. um that's kind of what pushed me into exercise science and then once I got into the school uh, Cal Lutheran with you you know it was it was you know set sail from there because that pretty much made me um become a big nerd and you know all things exercise science because mm -hmm. I love the way I love finding out how athletes got to their goal and you know how they became these top level athletes yeah for sure and then just to kind of like wrap it up real quick um with that change in like focus obviously you went from like a long distance runner to you know a, a really hardcore student of exercise science um like what what did you struggle with most following the whole like weight gain process. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of people that are interested in knowing like what obstacles you had to deal with, you know, cause that's um, you know, that that's a pretty relatable thing. I would say, you know, is yeah. there anything that particularly like stands out that, you know, you had to deal with or are still dealing with or anything like that as it comes to, you know, post high school. Yeah. yeah so like I said, like all I knew back then was long distance running really. Um, I had, you know, I wasn't really trained. I didn't really know people. I mean, I knew Jake, but you know, the people, the athletes around me were all pretty much long distance runners. Um, I didn't have anyone to be like, oh yeah, like I love working out, like bodybuilding. So my extent of knowledge uh, prior to, you know, going to, going to undergrad and studying exercise science was very minimal. Um, and I think one thing like I struggled with is uh, like, I had to go through what I call growing pains, right? Okay. Um, so like if you were someone who wanted to get into working out or even running after your first initial work workouts or running sessions, you feel sore and it hurts. It's mm -hmm. almost like it's, it's so bad. That I think most people would say like, oh, like it almost kind of, it kind of discourages them because like, dude, it hurts a mm -hmm. lot. You're really sore, right? Yeah. I, I basically had to re go through that process all over again because I was already pretty advanced in running and now I had to do uh, training, you know, 
like uh, with actual weight increasing my weight having progressive overload and I I kind of struggled with that because I I hated that feeling where I was basically starting at ground zero I was you know all my exercises I felt like I was really weak on everything um, mm-hmm. all my muscles weren't you know where I thought I was going to be at you know I was like oh yeah you know I was a pretty great long distance runner I'm gonna be pretty good in the gym you know I'll catch on pretty quickly but it was it was a pretty eye-opening experiences experience because you know I had to learn to be consistent and my expectations had to be you know realistic I had to know that this was a long-term process I yeah. and you know I like I said it was almost kind of like learning a new language because you had to learn different exercises how to apply your different exercises knowing your limitations because you know just because you know you're good at one sport doesn't mean you'll be good at this other thing and certain movements for myself weren't you know weren't that great for my for me Mm, yeah definitely um is there anything that like helped you get to that point like helped you get to that understanding that you know you like were once great, you know, and then like now you had to completely like scrap it and start over. Is there anything that helped you get to that point of like humbling yourself, if that's what you want to call it? Yeah, yeah, I would say, um, you know, I you quickly learned that it's not about who moves the most weight, right? Mm-hmm. I was always like, because you know, I would work out with anyone. I think a few times I worked out with you, and I'd be like, wow, like you know, you're lifting like three times the amount of weight I'm moving, and it was kind of discouraging, but you know. What one thing that helped is know, knowing that your own progress is the most impressive part about this. Mm-hmm. You know, where you start and where you end, or you know, seeing that progress, how you how you continue to improve is is the most impressive part. And you know, it has to impress yourself, so then you could continue moving on. Um, and I think I had to, kind of had to learn that a long way. I think it has to do a little bit with my ego, right? Like I said, I was pretty good at running. So, you know, I was like, oh yeah, I was like, I could outrun anybody. But, you know, when it came to the gym working out, I was like, yeah, I'm not that strong. Yeah. Um, and I struggled with that. I think also having, um, surrounding yourself with people with similar goals or kind of like accountability buddies. Um, you know, I kind of, you know, I ha- luckily I have you, I think when, you know, after college when you and I got closer even more closer than we were in high school um it was pretty great knowing that I had you because you know I had someone where it'd be like oh get this I want to try out this exercise or you know there's someone else I had I was able to run my ideas or thoughts to and that kind of like pushed me and kind of got me excited because it because if not I think um I probably would have been like not discouraged but it wouldn't be the same because you know I'd been like oh well I don't know if this exercise is really that great I don't know if that's what I want to do I don't know if that's gonna help my goals Mm -hmm. yeah and I think I want to go back on something that you just said is that you know there's always you said that like you know comparing progress to other people's progress and that's something that we all want to do and it's something that we all do you know like it doesn't matter what stage you are at but you know, if you can get into your head and kick your ego aside and understand that, listen, if you're a bodybuilder, there's always going to be someone that's bigger than you. If you're mm-hmm. trying to be a power lifter, there's always going to be someone that's stronger than you. There's always going to be someone, right? But that's irrelevant because their goals are like, even though your goals are similar, it doesn't matter because if you're just starting and they're 10 years deep, then obviously that it's kind of like a no, you know, a no duh kind of moment where it's like, oh, well, yeah, of course I can't compare myself. But if you just keep that in the front of your mind, when you begin to do something like that, it makes it a whole lot easier in my opinion, because, you know, comparing yourself is something that like, 
again, everyone does. I do. You said that you did. Um, you know, everyone deals with it. So, you know, the sooner that you can just kind of like accept your own timeline, it makes it that much easier. Yeah, and, and I like to throw in, I think I, you know, I always had this mindset of, you know, a lot of people lift heavy weights and that was just not me. But, you know, now that I'm like, I have more knowledge, I have more experience, there's a lot of huge athletes that, you know, they'll work out with like dumbbells of like 10, 15, 20 pounds. And, you know, that itself is more than enough weight for them. And they'll get a great workout session. And then that, that, that's something I didn't understand at first, you know, it took some time. Yeah. A lot of times it's just objective numbers, you know, like, oh, he's lifting X, I'm lifting X, um, you know, like it, and it's always, it's more black and white, but you, you start to realize as you mature throughout the gym, that it's more that gray area. That's the most important of, you know, yes, you can move X weight, but you know, is it relevant to your goal and, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah, but um, do you want to talk about, you know, maybe where you started? And I think both of our like paths will eventually line up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll go into it a little bit. My, my fitness journey is a little bit different to Jesus. Um, I played basketball and volleyball. Um, you, we already talked about how the basketball weight training went. Uh, volleyball weight training was essentially non-existent. Um, it was more about uh, endurance for, you know, long games and stuff like that. And, um, you know, a little bit of core strength here and there, but really nothing relevant to resistance training. Um, but I have to credit uh, one of our mutual friends, um, Adit, right? Um, if you know Adit or shout out to Adit if he's uh, listening. Um, we, in our junior year of high school is when we both kind of found fitness YouTube and man, how many years ago was that? It was probably around like six, seven years ago that I was a junior in, in high school. So this was when fitness YouTube was very fresh, right? There wasn't really a lot going on um, yet. And Adit and I would, you know, go on YouTube, we would look up workouts and we would get excited and we would talk to each other about it the next day. And Adit was like my original training partner. And, um, that's where my journey started was a junior in high school and we didn't know what we were doing we were just listening to influencer xyz but because we were new at the gym we were making good progress and um you know i had shifted my focus from just trying to get big just to get big um, because i was very skinny um still fairly skinny um but um i wanted to get stronger for my sport I figured like, yo, I'm not tall. So, you know, in sports that you need to be tall, you should at least get stronger, get faster, work on your other abilities that you can control, right? And that's what my main focus was. Um, But moving into college, um, again, I didn't go on to play any sports in in college just because I was really serious about my, my schooling. I didn't really want, I didn't think like I was that good to the point where I would, you know, want sports to take up that much of my life, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, my main focus was school and training. And with my training, my goal was, um, sort of similar, but because I didn't have any particular sport to get better at, it was more, I'm doing it because I enjoy doing it. Right. And, um, the, the main goal that I had was to, you know, essentially bodybuilding. It was essentially bodybuilding, right? 
Um, you know, I wasn't trying to get super, super strong, um, but, you know, I wanted to get as big as I could for the sake of trying to figure out how big I could get, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, my, my schooling, and like Jesus mentioned, this is where our paths kind of cross a little bit, is because I was in exercise science from the day that I stepped foot on campus, you know, I had anatomy, physiology, I had functional anatomy, exercise physio, and it goes on and on and on, right? The classes, right? And the difference for me as a student versus some of the other people that were students in our major, at least, um, was that a lot of people wanted to be physical therapists or they wanted to be um, athletic trainers or something like that, but they had no experience in the gym. So what set me apart was the fact that I was that meathead, but I was applying my science to my training and that's what made it fun. You know, that's what, you know, that's what kept me going. And, you know, the, the training itself became that much more fun because I just learned the function of the pec and I'm like, oh, internal rotation, shoulder flexion and horizontal adduction across the body, you know, maximized pec involvement. You best believe I was experimenting in the weight room later that day, trying to figure out what exercise that was to get me there, you know, and that's what made it fun. And that's what keeps me here is always learning the fact that, you know, I don't, I may know a lot more than I once did, but I still don't know everything. And, you know, treating the weight room, obviously in a safe way, um, as kind of like my playground, you know, because a lot of people like to go to the gym, right? Um, Or sorry, they, they go to the gym for the purpose of achieving a specific goal. And now that's fantastic. But where that, where it differs from other individuals experiences is that they want quick results, right? A lot of people go into the gym and say, I hate going to the gym, but I need to lose X amount of pounds for this, you know, girl's vacation or spring break trip for the guys, you know? Um, And then once they do that, they achieve their goal. But then as soon as their, their big day that they were planning for, they go back to right where they were. And, you know, I think learning to enjoy the process a little bit more is what keeps your results consistent and less of a roller coaster. You know, we've talked about that before, uh, specifically when it comes to like fat loss, how it's not like directly like a straight line down or anything like that. It's more of a down, up, down, you know, and it's kind of like a, you know, a wave as opposed to, uh, you know, a linear, you know, uh, process, right? But the more that you understand that this is a long-term thing um, and you accept that, that makes it easier in my opinion, because, you know, that's something that I struggled with a lot. Uh, You know, that was one of the main things that I struggled with was, you know, understanding that I'm not going to get somewhere super, super fast, you know, and that's okay because Jesus and I already talked about the whole comparing each other to, or comparing ourselves to other people, right? And um, that's something that I used to do. It's something that I still do. Um, and it's something that you have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. But the more secure that you are in, you know, understanding that like you have your own schedule, you have your own time, you have your own goals, um, that makes it easier 
to keep that process more of a straight line as opposed to, again, that up and down kind of um, progress that a lot of people are used to, you know. Yeah, you, you brought up a really good point earlier when you were talking about how like, so you've always been to uh, been into training and working out, right? Bodybuilding, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of like your background prior to going into college. And then you went into college and, you know, you had these classes that we took in college. Um, were there any things that you noticed that you were doing because you were listening to like these influencers and you're like, now that you went to school, you're learning about these things. You're like, uh, I don't really necessarily need this or yeah, you were right, but I think you were right and you left out this part of that? Um, There are instances like that. Um, The one that I can isolate as an example is, um, you know, there's um, a lot of people that were on fitness YouTube and actually still are on fitness YouTube that claimed that um, overtraining was good, that training the same thing every single day was good. You know, if you like, they were basically taking the idea of, trying to build muscle requires muscle breakdown, high volume and um, progressive overload, right? Like all essential things, right? But they left out the part of recovery, (laughs) you know? And that's that's like an instance, but um, I think that 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 can be a whole nother episode of like things that we learned along the way that weren't true, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. because yeah, the, the list goes on forever and ever and ever because especially now, you, you go on social media and some, some dude with a, with a killer physique is like, oh, do this. And this is how you get here when he's completely 100% wrong. He was just blessed with the top 1% of genetics, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. you know, I think maybe a, another episode would be better fitted for that. Um, but yeah, definitely. There's a whole bunch of misinformation out there that once you actually get solid education and do research for yourself, that the things that they're saying doesn't necessarily add up, you know? Yeah. And I also want to bring up one more thing that you, you said, you were talking about how like all people get ready for certain events. Like it could be like a spring break, summer, um, saying like, oh yeah, I'm going to drop this amount of weight or I'm going to uh, build this amount of muscle for this specific event. And then what happens afterwards? Um, you know, I, I was also, you know, um, you know, a victim of this because I would also be like, oh, you know, uh, my birthday's coming up. I want to drop this amount of weight for my birthday, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, To this day, I, you know, I still do that, but I think I have more realistic goals for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But back then, you know, I would say the same exact thing. And I didn't realize, you know, we always talk about this. It's more of a lifestyle change and not like a temporary hobby. Other like otherwise like if if you're just doing this temporarily or you know saying you want to reach this goal that's coming up in like a few weeks or a couple months like then you know it's not going to hurt you when that time comes and you decide to stop because you're gonna be like oh well you know I trained for 12 weeks and then yeah now now I'm good yeah and I have a I have a um uh not necessarily a story but something that I would like to share with everyone because I think this might be useful um Again, I, I was a trainer, um, or I still am a trainer technically, but not for any uh, gym in particular. Um, but when I was a trainer for a gym, um, if someone came through that door, right, and said, I'm trying to lose X pounds for this event, you basically didn't even have to sell that person at, at that point. Because this, like a, a woman would come in and say, hey, I just signed up for the gym. And, you know, my wedding is in 
is in two months and I need to lose 30 pounds. And whether you can do that or not, it is technically doable. Um, like the pe- like, sorry, I think I'm veering off. The reason that this is important is because if you have that very superficial short-term goal, it's not going to be something that you're going to be happy with for the long term. Again, this sounds kind of like a no duh kind of moment, but um, you know, when you say I'm just trying to lose fat for my wedding to fit into my dress or something like that, or I'm just trying to lose weight for a a, a trip for the guys or something, um, that's not sustainable. And you know, although you can technically achieve those goals, you approach them the same way that you would any other th- long-term goal. But the difference is, is that if you don't achieve that short-term goal, that's very unrealistic. Um, you may end up being disappointed and developing a very poor relationship with the gym and your body for that matter. So mm-hmm. this is why we really preach long-term kind of uh, uh, all the time. You know, I, I'm sure all of you guys are like sick of hearing it by now, but like, preparing to do something for the long term and then ending up achieving things in a shorter timeline is a much better thought process to have in my opinion because you by setting yourself up with these high expectations and then whether you achieve them or not you end up reverting back to the way that you were because you only did it for that sole purpose of you know again, trip X, Y, Z, you know, it, it's, it's not going to be something that you're going to be happy with for the long term. And I think that's what we want is good relationships with uh, your body, your training. And again, to understand that, you know, your, your timeline is hopefully forever, you know, like you should be doing this for the rest of your life. You know, you may not enjoy it as much right now as you may in a year or two from now, but you know, I just think that's important to keep in mind because those small goals may keep us going, but you have to make sure that your mindset and your expectations are in the right place, you know? Yeah, that's a really good point. I like to, I always like to say like your, your why to why you're doing this has to be so great that the, when the, once you stop, like it has to really hurt you and be like, damn, like I really just, I, I can't do this anymore. Right. And until you find, I think that's when you'll, you'll be successful in reaching your goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And um, is there anything else that you feel is like important from your like personal fitness journey that, you know, people may benefit from for like benefit hearing? Yeah, I, I, I think I have uh, one last thing I want to mention. Um, you know, I think when I was first starting off, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do and like how to do it. I was kind of just trying different things and I think I got frustrated because I kept changing um you know I was like oh yeah I want to do like more like CrossFit training and then one day I was like nah I think I just want to go straight to weight training so a little bit of body bodybuilding and I was like no you know what I kind of want to try like a boot camp type of class like high intensity exercises you know I kept jumping back and forth and I think uh one thing I, I like I could take away from all that is when you're starting off you know if you're starting from ground zero 
you know, at the end of the day, you're not really losing anything because, you know, all, all, whatever you do, whatever kind of workout and fitness you do, it's beneficial. It's good, you know, but mm-hmm. um, eventually you got to find something that works for you. And, you know, we, we talked about this, you know, whether it's your like weight loss goal, weight, uh, gaining weight, gain, building muscle goal, but eventually you'll just um, catch on. Like if you do something for a certain amount of weeks, certain amount of months, it's going to work for you. Um, you just got to stay consistent. Um, and that's one thing I didn't, I didn't learn because I think I was, you know, I wasn't patient enough. I kept trying to switch from doing one thing to the other and I wasn't actually seeing proper results. Yeah. And I think the thing that I want to wrap this up with is going back to you saying your why is the most important because um, that, I think that's 100% true, right? Um, the how doesn't matter. We We get questions all the time saying, oh, is you know, is CrossFit bad? Is, you know, strength is uh, uh, power lifting bad? Like, like, what is the best way to get to my goal? And it's like, well, first of all, you got to identify your goal and then figure out what you enjoy doing, you know, because the, the how really doesn't matter if you do it long enough, right? You know, I, I do bodybuilding, but that's just my cup of tea. You know, Jesus used to be a long distance runner. You know, he, if that's what he likes doing, that's what I would recommend doing. Whatever, whatever keeps you there the longest is what's going to be the best for you. And that applies to dieting, right? Like, oh, what diet is the best for losing weight? Well, I don't know. What does your diet look like? You know, it, 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 there's so many variables that come into play, but if you always understand um, that the how doesn't really matter, it's the why and what's most important to you and what's most enjoyable for you. And I think that's how you get to your goals the the most pleasant way possible. And also probably the most efficient way possible if it's something that you enjoy. So Yeah, um, I think yeah, I think you you well said, you know, your why and your how, how they play together. Perfect. Cool. Yeah, I mean I um I think we'll, we'll wrap it up here, guys. You know, um, I hope that hearing Jesus's story um, helped you guys. I hope that hearing my story helped you guys maybe in a different way. Uh, again, we don't have the same exact, you know, journey and no one does. So, you know, hopefully you learn some things in a different way. You know, normally we do a little bit more teaching style videos where we, we get a little bit more science-y with you and um, try and convey things that we've learned from our education but today we we tried to make it a little bit more about how we learned things from our experience and uh hopefully you guys enjoyed that because you know we have more to say than just fitness itself and um if you guys enjoyed that you know let us know because we'd love to make more uh videos that are from our experience or that veer off from training nutrition fitness all that kind of stuff um if you would like to hear it but um Jesus, you have any uh, closing comments you want to add to this? No, no. I, I think I, I really love doing these kind of videos where, you know, it's not necessarily science-based. It's more our personal experiences because I think you and I have a lot to share. You know, just like I would say, we're students of the game, right? So mm-hmm. we're always constantly learning something new. Um, you know, some one day we'll say something and the other day we'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, turns out there's something even better. So now we have something more to say. Yeah, if you like here, if you like these kind of videos, let us know. Definitely, we'll love to do more of these. Yeah, but um, as always, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed. But uh, until next time, guys.
Peace. Peace out. Thanks again for tuning into our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you who took the time to listen to this week's episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, we would love it if you shared this with someone who would find this helpful. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at BodyCompRx for more tips and information. We'll catch you guys in the next episode.